0: You are now listening to the Homily of Father Francis Lynch, Parish Priest of St. Mary's Church in Chislehurst, UK. This service is provided by the Lexio Divina team, part of the LOV Verbum Dei Ministry, who invites you all to share this reflection and their love for the Word of God. The Gospel is the good news of salvation for mankind. That salvation is only through Jesus Christ, as Peter said, "Lord, to whom shall we go? You alone have the words of eternal life."
1: Amen. Father and Son and the Holy Spirit, Amen. And I'd like to welcome, first of all, members of the Urban day community and also the logical Bible study ministry um, and. Uh, and anyone else who happens to be listening in, and I'd just like to add that Father John, OCD, and myself will be sharing some reflections during this Easter Triduum, and we hope to be walking, and walking with you and our Lord daily through this, this week, which is the most important week in human history, where the whole history of salvation is worked out, the whole meaning of the Old Testament is revealed, and the whole point of the New Testament um, comes into sharp focus. So I hope you'll be able to join us for some of those, um, or at any rate, read this, this scriptural passages yourself and immerse yourself in the words of God.
0: It is by exploring the Word of Christ that we root ourselves in Him, deepen our relationship with Him, and see His presence in our life. We also want to let you know that there is a group of LOV members who are going through the Catechism using the Catechism in a Year podcast from Father Mike Schmitz on WhatsApp. So if you want to join the group and be part of a community who read the Catechism in an interactive and fun way, supported spiritually by others, click on the link in the description and join our community. Now let's read the Gospel according to John chapter 11 verses 1 to 45 in preparation of today's homily. There was a man named Lazarus who lived in the village of Bethany with the two sisters, Mary and Martha, and he was ill. It was the same Mary, the sister of the sick man, Lazarus, who anointed the Lord with ointment and wiped his feet with her hair. The sisters sent this message to Jesus, Lord, the man you love is ill, On receiving the message, Jesus said, This sickness will end not in death, but in God's glory, and through it the Son of God will be glorified. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Yet when he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was for two more days before saying to the disciples, Let us go to Judea. The disciples said, Rabbi, it is not long since the Jews wanted to stone you. You are going back again jesus replied are there not 12 hours in the day a man can walk in the daytime without stumbling because he has the light of this world to see by but if he walks at night he stumbles because there is no light to guide him he said that and then added our friend lazarus is resting i am going to wake him the disciples said to him lord if he is able to rest he is sure to get better. The phrase Jesus used referred to the death of Lazarus, but they thought that by rest he meant sleep. So Jesus put it plainly, Lazarus is dead, and for your sake I am glad I was not there because now you will believe, but let us go to him. Then Thomas, known as the twin, said to the other disciples, let us go too and die with him. On arriving, Jesus found that Lazarus had been in the tomb for four days already. Bethany is only about two miles from Jerusalem, and many Jews had come to Martha and Mary to sympathize with them over their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus had come, she went to meet him. Mary remained sitting in the house. Martha said to Jesus, If you had been here, my brother would not have died, but I know that even now whatever you ask of God, he will grant you. Your brother, said Jesus to her, will rise again. Martha said, I know he will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though he dies, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? Yes, Lord, she said, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, the one who has come, who was to come into this world. When she had said this, she went and called her sister Mary, saying in a low voice, The Master is here and wants to see you. Hearing this, Mary got up quickly and went to him. Jesus had not yet come into the village, he was still at the place where Martha had met him. When the Jews who were in the house, sympathising with Mary, saw her get up so quickly and go out, they followed her, thinking that she was going to the tomb to weep there. Mary went to Jesus, and as soon as she saw him, she threw herself at his feet, saying, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. At the sight of her tears and those of the Jews who followed her, Jesus said in great distress, with a sigh that came straight from the heart. Where have you put him? They said, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept. And the Jews said, see how much he loved him. But there were some who remarked, he opened the eyes of the blind man. Could he not have prevented this man's death? Still sighing, Jesus reached the tomb. It was a cave with a stone to close the opening. Jesus said, Take the stone away. Martha said to him, Lord, by now he will smell. This is the fourth day. Jesus replied, Have I not told you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. Then Jesus lifted up his eyes and said, Father, I thank you for hearing my prayer. I knew indeed that you always hear me but I speak for the sake of all these who stand round me, so that they may believe it was you who sent me. When he had said this, he cried in a loud voice, Lazarus, here, come out. The dead man came out, his feet and hands bound with bands of stuff and a cloth round his face. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go free. Many of the Jews who had come to visit Mary, and had seen what he did, believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ.
1: It's one of the most striking most Gospels. It's one of the most striking stories. It's the raising of Lazarus, and there are so many different aspects to this that it um, would be impossible in a short sermon, even a long sermon, to try to do any sort of justice to them. So instead, I'm just going to try to pick out a few of these things. One is that today is is what used to be called Passion Sunday, 5th Sunday of Lent, the beginning of Passion Tide. Now they call it the 5th Sunday of Lent, but it's still the beginning of Passion Tide. And in every missal it says that if it's the custom of the place, then the statues are laudably and rightly covered and they're covered typically with purple cloth, um, which symbolizes mourning. Why do we do this? And why do we do it on this Sunday? It is because it's Passion Tide. It's because we want to reflect on the pain and suffering of our Lord, and to close down all of those symbols of glory and symbols of resurrection, which otherwise adorn the church. And rightly so, because every Sunday is a, a celebration of the of the resurrection of Easter Sunday, but this Sunday and next Sunday in particular, we think of the um, we think of the passion and the suffering of our Lord, and we, together with the whole church, together with the church past and the church in the future, um, try to walk with our Lord along that Via Dolorosa, but also the various sufferings that He underwent um, beforehand. It's suitable that we cover the Church with purple because this is the Sunday, <clears throat> almost above all, where we talk about death. And we talk about, to some extent, the meaning of death, or at least we consider the meaning of death. Um, because death is a question for everyone. Even those who are not religious at all realise the central importance of the consideration of death to make any sort of meaning of our lives. We can't make any meaning of our life unless we face the fact that one day our life on earth here will come to an end and we have to have some sort of answer to that our lord arrived arrived at bethany and found that lazarus had been in the tomb for four days already um, it says that he wanted to have the tomb open but they were afraid that the body would already have decayed to some extent and that would be entirely natural In hot countries, even in cold countries, in fairly recent past, the funeral would take place immediately. If someone died on a particular day, they would be buried, that very day, or the day after. But our Lord ordered the tomb to be opened and he ordered Lazarus to come out. The consideration of what um, may have been going through the mind of Lazarus has intrigued many people over the centuries many people have said quite rightly what was it like to come back from the dead what was it like to be to have suffered death to have gone to the underworld or maybe he didn't go to the underworld we're not really told um did he go to judgment we do not know but to have suffered death and then to be brought back to life so that he became like um, a living tourist attraction, as we know he did. People came to see him. They were so fascinated by his history, his story, and the truth of what people were saying about him, and that he himself maybe would be able to add a few more details to. It contains some of the most um, vivid and poignant passages of the Bible, and these are often read in funerals. Jesus, um, Martha said, I know that my brother will rise again at the resurrection on the last day. And Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. If anyone believes in me, even though he dies, he will live. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? All of those sentences, all of those phrases, um, strike time and time again on the consciousness, not of any individual, but of the whole of mankind. I am the resurrection and the life. These words are inscribed in so many tombs, in so many places. Do you believe this? This is maybe one of the most profound questions that we can ask ourselves. Our Lord is asking it directly of Martha, but he is also asking it directly of us. Do you believe in me? Do you believe that I will conquer death? Do you believe that I will conquer not only my own death, but your death as well? In this, he begins, doesn't give the whole answer, but begins to give the answer of of the whole thing about life and death, where we go, what our life is meant for, what meaning we have, and how we should view the end of our life on earth. And there's one other thing, there's loads of other things, but there's one other thing in particular. The, they used to in quizzes, I'm sure they still do. What's the shortest verse in the Bible? Uh, sort of maybe depends on which version you're using, but the answer is always the same. Jesus wept. It's come into common usage in a different sense altogether, but nevertheless, um, it still has poignancy in those words. Jesus wept at the death of his friend, and Jesus wept weeps at our individual death and our death in sin. Of course, the whole of the Lazarus story um symbolizes the resurrection of the soul from death in sin to death uh, to life in glory and to life in the forgiveness of sins but that's time for another for another sermon i'm afraid so i'm going to leave it there and i'll finish with a with a blessing the lord be with you and may almighty god bless you the father and the son and the holy spirit The Lexio
0: Divina team hopes that this homily has helped you to deeply welcome the Word of God and given you the strength to put the Word into practice where you are. You can send us your prayer intentions by emailing them to us using the following email address L-O-V underscore Verbum Dei that's V-E-R-B-U-M-D-E-I at Outlook.com All these prayer intentions will be prayed for in our Daily Angelus group call on WhatsApp and also during our different weekly prayer groups gathering both in person and online. Check our website in the description for days and times. If this homily has enlightened you or touched you in any way, please share it with your relatives, friends, community and on your social media. Have a blessed week.